Hi, I'm Frank, and I love memorabilia. Do you like to sit around for a while? Found yourself a little pet crocodile. Do you like to just live in the moment? Do you like the stars and moon in the comments? What do you like, do you like? 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 Welcome to What Do You Like? The podcast where we get to know a person through their passions and hobbies. Today, we have a very distinguished guest on the podcast. Um, it's someone I've met in the last few years. Um, uh, a common theme in November. Most of the interviews are all people that are related to pro wrestling tees and how I've been associated with pro wrestling tees. Um, this is someone who... When I first started coming here, it was because I was childhood friends with his brother-in-law. And his brother-in-law said, yeah, you can come hang out here before we go to the Browns-Bears preseason game. Uh, but he said that if you're going to come hang out here for a little while, you have to do some work. So when I came here, <laughs> this man, who I'm speaking to you late today, made me cut out t-shirt transfers for free t-shirts. And that chance encounter has led to me doing menial work on the side at presenties for several years now uh but he is the director of operations he basically runs the entire manufacturing portion of processing teas and one hour teas um and he is here to share his passion for collecting memorabilia i want to welcome Frank Spahik to the podcast. Welcome to the podcast, Frank. All right. Thank you very much. Glad to be here in PWT store, sitting six feet away from you. Yes. And the table is six feet. We're six feet. Yes. Yes. We're... I haven't seen you with not without a mask in a long time. Yeah. Your beard is pretty crazy. I know you're not cutting your hair yes. or your beard until this is over. Well, or... I'm not going to cut the hair. The beard is... I keep saying I'm going to trim the beard, and then I just don't do it. Don't do it. Um, it's getting long. Soup is becoming really hard to to consume. Dude, I know. Like, I love cereal. Uh, I eat cereal every night before I go to sleep. I try, unless I come home late from here. But I eat cereal, and I literally go in my bed, and I put my the bowl on my chest. Wow. <laughs> and... You've seen my house because you've yep. watched my cats, and I, I scoop the. I want. I don't want to <laughs> hold the bowl, so I'm scooping. But I can feel when the milk goes in my beard because I'm mm-hmm. missing, but it doesn't get to anywhere else because my beard's pretty thick. Yeah, and that's like a savior for me. And I'm like, boom, goes the dynamite. Yeah, I like it. That is great if you're doing it at the end of the day. It's not good to do it at the beginning of the day because you don't realize what's in your beard. Correct. And then you go out. And well, then you make a fool of yourself. Yes. And especially because my mask does not cover my beard. That's the only thing you can it see. It doesn't. They don't, make, they don't make masks for big guys like us. Big heads. And you have a big beard. You yeah. that big of a head. I have a big head. Yeah. And literally when I like see myself, I'm like, man, it doesn't even cover your chin or nothing like that. No. It just like, covers your mouth. and Yeah. Well, it covers the parts that need to be covered. Yeah. For like. The nose and the mouth. Yeah. For. You know, oh, I just did air quotes, and yeah. then for purposes that yeah. really need to be for the virus, <laughs> doesn't have to look good. Just supposed to protect you. But yeah, yeah, I run Creative Ventures. I run the entire ship. Yeah, you know, pro wrestling tees, one hour tees, blow the collar, everything goes through me, and 
it's been a fun 10 years. It's going to be 11 in the end of February of 2021. And my friend owns it. But a lot of people think that just because he's my friend, I got this job. I did everything that everyone else did, blah, 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 from printing, from doing everything, mm-hmm. from making jobs up to organizing to doing everything. So and it's fun. I like wrestling, kind of. I like seeing the live yeah. shows. Yeah. I was going to say, you don't, need, you don't need to lie on this podcast. It's, yeah, it's not a wrestling podcast. Yeah, so. I'm, I'm not lying. I, I do like wrestling. I don't like watching it on TV. Yeah. I like the high-flying guys. Yeah, and I like going to the match. I like mm-hmm. going to the things because we kind of like we're kind of like celebrities, mm-hmm. and we get to go in the back and talk to the, you know, people. Big wrestling fans, it would kill for yeah to be me, and I'm just like, I don't care. But I mean, like, yeah, it's fun. It's fun. Trust me. Like being in the memorabilia game, and wishing if it was wrestling and doing like that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. It's pretty fun. It's fun seeing it and. Like giving AEW tips, like how to have their stuff signed, and like they did. They so in the beginning they did turnbuckles, and mm-hmm. for their shows early, and they were using pens and everything, and then they would just put the, they would just put the signed stuff, the all the turnbuckles on top of each other, and then they're peeling them off, and literally on the other side of the turnbuckle is what was ever on the bottom of that, and it's just yeah. ruining their stuff, and they're selling it for a premium, and you're just like whoa like who's like i see it and it's like 500 bucks for the turnbuckle Mm -hmm. you know some of those guys if you do some of those guys and you know the top guys if you did a signing like if you when we had our signings here and you did the whole bullet club i mean you spent 400 bucks to get them all signed or you know three four hundred dollars yeah if you and then you're waiting three days and you're waiting hours in line and for them to sign it and blah 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 you know it takes a lot it's it takes a lot out of you and i know you Go to show sometimes, and you told me about Undertaker when he dropped for uh, one of the conventions, you know, one of the last conventions we went to uh-huh. that before all this happened, you know. And I like going to conventions. I like meeting people. You know, I meet a lot of people in these groups that I'm in. It's fun. I don't know if I'm going everywhere. I'm just going. I don't know. <laughs> no, no, Sorry. no. No, no, that's no. good. And I think that really speaks to, like, something you're passionate about. You're passionate yeah. about, like, the sports memorabilia. I think we want to we start, start off, though, like, how did you get involved in this? Because I mean, we talked about it briefly before the podcast. In this is not like this is not like a lifelong thing. It's no, more I of think a... it's been about it's been about eight years, and probably it's probably been about ten years. I would say, and it's been passionate for like five years since I've grown and known like how everything mm-hmm. runs. Like I'm still learning today, and I've been doing it for so long, and I spend a lot of money, but I get a lot, I I get stuff and it's weird. Like literally I buy stuff and the person dies and it's not, it's not even, it's not even a joke. It's pretty weird. Like for like, not everybody dies, but I'm just Mm -hmm. like, like I did. So I got Muhammad Ali. Um, I got a glove. It was on eBay. And this is before I met, I found out these rooms on Facebook and all this stuff, but I will get to that. But I'm just like, one of the stories is like I got it and so I got uncertified Muhammad Ali glove and George Foreman. Mm-hmm. And I got two and I got two old school posters, not signed. 
And I was like, oh, it's like a stupid poster. But the guy's like, I'm from 1971, the Thriller in Manila and all that stuff. And I'm just like, this is the guy on eBay. I'm just mimicking him. Yeah. But I'm just like, okay, I don't care. So I got it for $650. Both gloves signed, not authenticated. This mm-hmm. guy tells me it's 100% going to pass any third party and when i say third party that's one of the big authenticators which is jsa psa and um beckett Mm -hmm. those are the three guys that everyone goes through even those guys have gotten stuff wrong that they certified correct so they're not always 100 Mm percent. again it tells you in the stuff that they send you this is our opinion that this is a real autograph by this person Mm -hmm. opinion that's that's like that's another thing I grew to learn. Yeah. Like, hey, this is somebody's opinion. That's why there's so many companies out there. It's like, hey, here's this Michael Jordan jersey, but then you see the Michael Jordan jersey is four hundred bucks, and you're just like, no Michael Jordan jersey sign goes for four hundred dollars. But I'll get to that too. Um, <laughs> what, what was I saying? So, uh, where, how did you get started in all this? Yeah, basically, I just wanted to collect memorabilia. I mean, I was just like, oh, it's cool, like to have something signed by Mickey Mantle. Or something signed by Michael Jordan, mm-hmm. or something signed by these guys that are, you know, some are passed passed away, mm-hmm. and then some are still here, and they're so famous that they don't even care. They, you know, Jordan's a billionaire, and he goes and he signs with Upper Deck. He's no longer signing with Upper Deck. His contract came put in 2018. He's done. He has enough money. He had enough money before 2018, but obviously he had a contract with them. And he had to sign what he had to sign. But it was basically, I was just, I don't know. I mean, I don't really know. I was just like, I want, I just want cool stuff. Like, I think that's, I think it's cool having something autographed from somebody that's either deceased or I try, I try to stay for stuff that's like very valuable. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I have a, I have a signed baseball by Keith Sutherland, Keith Sutherland and um, 24 star. Mm-hmm. Um, that's not worth a lot, but <laughs> to me, it's something that I like, you know, yeah. and I have a baseball signed by Bill Clinton. I mean, I, you know, he got yeah. a blowjob. That's what he that's, to me. That's what he's famous <laughs> for. I don't know. I don't know anything about politics and stuff like that. I'm just like, holy shit, you know, and um, it's just it's just fun. I think it's to me, it's just fun. It's expensive, mm-hmm. but it's fun. So like in the beginning, I really didn't know what was going on and. There's guys that they just, boom, they could look at a Mickey Mantle and be like, fake. Look at the Operation Bullpen. And I'm like, what the fuck are you guys talking about? And this is when I had my stuff. I uh-huh. had like four or five pieces probably like eight or nine years ago. Uh-huh. Mantle Ball, Jordan Jersey, Tom Brady Football, and something else I don't remember. So I was just like, so I so I started finding these rooms. And I'm going into these rooms and... What you rooms can, are you? Like these rooms on Facebook. There's oh, just okay. like memorabilia sports rooms and Raz rooms. If you don't know what a Raz is, it's basically like a raffle. You get a spot. There's 10 spots and $100 a spot. You pay 100 bucks. Your spot hits on a final dice roll. They do everything online. I mean, it's probably fixed in some of these groups. And a lot of these groups do get in trouble. And a lot of people don't like to deal with certain people in certain groups. It's like a bunch of high school girls that just fight over like territory and how many people they have in their group. And you're just like, okay. Like, I mean, to me, I I don't really care. So you could go in these rooms and I'm probably part of like 30 of them now. And my name is well respected in the groups. Uh People like if you're not getting notifications, 
and you are in you are in a Raz or a raffle, and you're not getting the notifications with Facebook happens because they're always updating shit, and you're not getting it, and the person's just like will vouch for you that you become good friends with in these rooms. And I've met other people at like, you know, from around like from around Illinois, from around Chicago, St. Louis, Indiana, you know, as far as California, you know, when they come here for like the national mm-hmm. or national sports memorabilia convention, or just like, uh, you know, just like a regular convention. I don't know what the hell they call them, but sports spectacular. That's yeah. another one. I mean, you and me go to, you yep. know, and I really like walking around. And I like, my wife hates it, but she goes with me <laughs> and she knows how much money I'm going to spend. Yeah. Or if I find something, I don't spend, I don't spend crazy amounts of money, but I spend enough to be like, slap your hand. Don't go in your, don't go in your pocket and buy that when, but you want it. So you get it, you know? <laughs> and that's why working here in the beginning, I didn't, you know, I was making like maybe $14 an hour oh. and Ryan's company was literally three machines and me, his brother and Ryan and his mom doing the front and we would get 30 hours a week. But I used to be a security guard, didn't make much money there, but I always saved my money. And if I wanted something, I would save and get it. Mm-hmm. Now I still save, but I just want bigger and better stuff. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's like the way, it, that's the way it came. You know, now I make good money and, I could spend a little more and not, I would spend the money back then if I was buying a fake Mickey Mantle for when I bought it for a hundred bucks and not knowing Mickey Mantles go for 500 or 700 at that time, eight years Mm -hmm. ago and not knowing and just being like, yeah, I got a fucking Mickey Mantle. And then you show it to these people in these groups and they go, yeah, you got ripped off. What'd you pay? And you're like, paid a hundred dollars. And there's just like, yeah, no Mickey Mantle balls, a hundred dollars. Unless you, I mean, there are fines Mm -hmm. where people find stuff and garage sales, estate sales, stuff like that. Yeah. Old people or people have died, have this. And then the people don't care Mm -hmm. like that are selling it. Like the, you know, the family's like, yeah, 50 bucks, whatever, you know, what are you going to do? There's a lot of that stuff where these people post pictures of thousands of baseballs and estate sales and garage sales. And they ask people, Hey, is this real? Hey, is this real? Hey, is this real? And there's people out there that have been doing it a long time, like 40 years, and they could tell if it's real or it's not. Instead of paying like a quick a quick opinion from one of these th- big three companies, it's $10. You mm-hmm. take a picture of the item, you send it over, you get it back in a day or two. They do it way faster than that, and they're giving you a quick opinion that this will likely pass authenticity or it will fail authenticity. And they'll give you that like straight away so you don't have to purchase the – $300 Mickey Mantle ball at this thing or a hundred dollar Mickey Mantle ball. So they're telling you it's fake already. So you could be like, yeah, I don't, I don't want it. So it's your $10 versus losing $300. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So when you, when you started collecting, obviously you didn't have the, the eye. It was just kind of like a, Oh, it's kind of cool. Yeah. I'll, I'll just get this. I have a little bit extra money. I think it'd be cool to have. When did it, when did like, you mentioned how you guys started becoming a part of these Facebook groups. Yeah. What kind of led to you joining that? Like, was it, did you just like. Well, because one, one of the guys that I met, he goes, hey, join this group that I'm in. You um, met him at like a convention? Yeah. Okay, He's like, gotcha. join one of, you know, one of these Raz groups? I'm like, oh, what? I'm like, what's a Raz? They're like, yeah, it's like a thing. Same thing, you know, with um, Funkos uh-huh. and stuff like that. And like, I didn't know. I mean, literally, probably in the last. Three years, I've now 
have become really good at knowing like some of my like main purchase like my main stuff like for winning like it's pretty insane like uh jordan basketball signed by michael jordan limited to four fourteen hundred and ninety five 1495 or 1995 when he came back the first time in 95 mm-hmm. when he wore 45 and for those like 10 mm-hmm. games and he was like I, I want 23 back you know yeah so he did that and so i was just like it was my you know i mean you're gambling your money if i don't like to lose my money to a casino i'd rather lose my money to trying to win a raz uh-huh. and trying to win something that's unbelievable so to me like i was just like all right six there were 65 spots and i don't know the exact number but i'm pretty sure it was like 21 dollars a spot and i took number 65 it's my lucky number one of my lucky numbers took 65 it filled takes it could take a, t- a couple days i mean i've seen stuff take two weeks to fill i've seen for a five thousand dollar helmet Mm-hmm. And I've seen a Jordan now cards. I, I, I'm never going to get into cards ever in my life. It's too scary. I don't know. I, I, I know what I'm doing now. Kind of. There's nothing I know about, ba- about baseball, basketball, football cards, any of this shit. Mm-hmm. And it's coming back strong. Yeah. Very strong. Like, and it's a good investment, but I'm just like, bro, I can't. I'm like, there's too much. There's too many. There's just too much that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. And there's, Pokemon cards. Yeah. That's that's like an amazing thing. And I remember calling kids losers, you know, people that'd be like Birdo, be like, God, are you fucking nerd? He's yeah. like, yeah, my Charizard. Hey. Ah. And you're just like, fuck you, loser. And yeah. all of a sudden, you know, this Charizard yeah. um, number I, one. But it's good. I like the knowledge mm-hmm. of it. If I ever do come across something, I know something about it. Yeah. I'm not just like, oh, what the fuck? Charizard number one is, or you know, <laughs> first edition Charizard. Yeah, I had, I, I had one. You had one. I had. Where one. is it? A second pack I ever opened. Uh, I gave all my Pokemon cards to my brother, who lost all of them. Okay, that's great. You're probably kicking yourself in the ass. Yeah. But see, you used them. You played with them, right? Or well, did you put no, them in the sheets? We, yeah, we like just baseball cards. Them. Like yeah. collect them. Yeah. yeah. Like Bertle tells me he has like 500, 600 cards. I'm like, I'm like, sell them raw. Raw means mm-hmm. not graded, no nothing. Yeah. The bent corner stuff like that. People could still get them graded low yeah. and they'll still sell them for a couple hundred bucks. Or, yeah. you know, I mean, some of these Charizard cards are like 15 grand. Well, and I'm just like 15 a, grand. For, uh, a, I'm I just think, saying. I think like a Beckett 10 yeah. Charizard is like over $200,000. Yeah. I mean, that's amazing. I see like, still call them nerds, but I'm just like, <laughs> these guys are buying 1999 full, full box unopened from Japan. Yeah. For $125,000. Yeah. And I'm just like, what? And then I'm just thinking here, I'm like, you're sitting here and they were all over Target, all over Walmart, all over all the shelves. Because I remember mm-hmm. we, my brother collected baseball cards and stuff, and I would just, we would go there and he would be like finding the packs and he'd be like, yeah, yeah. and I just see these cards. I'm like, Pokemon cards. I'm like, what the fuck is Pokemon? Yeah. I still don't know what a fucking Pokemon is, but I'm it's just like. Pokemon stuff. Yeah, I mean, I guess. But I'm just like amazing and i'm just like and i'm and i and i'm thrilled for people that know that stuff now and how cards are coming back and it's it's cool like i'll i'll jump into so so big ones are um fleer jordan rookie cards mm-hmm. okay one guy had one in he had he had one in a group i was in 900 spots i think it was like 19 dollars a spot so it was like 19 it was like 
$19,000 this guy was going to do. And this, and this guy's like, he has this group or whatever, whatever, you know, I type it in and I'm just like, you have 900 spots and this and that. And literally I bought probably like 230 spot or $230 worth of spots. It was mm-hmm. like 10 spots. And then these guys are like, Hey, buy 10. I'll give you one free, you know, buy five, you get one for, you get them five cheaper, blah, blah, blah mm-hmm. to make you play. But this guy literally filled it in a day, like a day and a half. And I was just like, holy shit. And I was in it and I never watch them live. So they do a live thing like where, the, where basically the guy has a camera facing his computer mm-hmm. and it's a dice roll and you spin the dice once says seven times. So you have seven rounds and you start it with everyone's name marked mm-hmm. up. Boom, boom, boom. Set, you know, final roll seven top spot. Number one, if your name's there, you win. You win that card. Yeah. Uh-huh. One guy, one spot, one win. Wow. So yeah. you only bought one spot. One guy, he bought one spot. Because people like are fucking nuts. They're just like, yeah. great hit, awesome hit, big hit. You know, in these groups, they don't want you to spoil it for others because mm-hmm. they want the person that wins, if case they don't see it, they want them to feel that like, you know, it's like you're playing the lottery. You're watching the numbers yeah. and you're just like, holy shit, I won. You know, you're, you're, well, I mean, you're not it, expecting it. It is the lottery. Yeah, it's a lottery. But yeah. It is. But you're, I mean, it's not the lottery for a lot of money. But I mean, yeah. can you imagine? You did one spot out of the 900 spots. Mm-hmm. 900. And you hit it. One spot. You spent 19 bucks. You just came up 20K. Me? If I got that? I told myself, if I won this fucking thing, I was selling it for $10,000. In the next in five minutes, I'm not even kidding. Because really? a lot of these guys, a lot of these guys that fill these really fast, like mm-hmm. I know Mike, like Michael, like Michael Florentino, he's in the 3.0 group. And mm-hmm. if he ever hears this, shout out to Mike. I mean, yeah, he does great stuff. And I mean, literally, his group only has like 1,800 people in it. There's groups that have 25,000 members. There's groups that have 12,000 members, 500 members, 800 members. You know, it's an average of anywhere from like an average group is like. About a thousand to like six thousand. It's like somewhere. It's always like in that fluctuation. There's three big groups that have like twenty five plus thousand, but a lot of these people don't even play. Like they're just like sitting in there, and then you get a like. For me, I have I have extra money, mm-hmm. so when and it sucks. But when people need money, they'll go on these groups and be like, "Hey, I have this." And I'm selling for this because I need money, you know, for tires or oil change. I don't fucking know. But yeah. you're just like, and then you, I mean, I can even imagine how much, how many messages the person gets. And if you're like the first one to message him, you're just like, hey, I'll give you, it's worth a thousand. You give him 500 bucks. He needs money. Yeah. So, you know, I've gotten, I've gotten some of my stuff like that. I've been very lucky. I've, the Jordan, going back to the Jordan basketball. Yeah. Spot 65, 21 bucks. Roll, 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 roll. I never watch them live. I, you could just go to it. There's another timestamp where you could just go to it, and the last, the last roll is up where you can see who's first place. I use the money symbol. I don't use my name because it's easier to see the money symbol instead of my name. And that's what I'm known for uh-huh. in a lot of these groups. I'm just like put me down my spots money symbol. So for me, I can go quick. I can see it. No, no, no money symbol on top get the fuck out of here <laughs> and I'm done. And I'm like, I don't have to look at it. And I don't have to do yeah. anything else, but I always, I always congratulate because I've been so lucky on a lot of stuff. I always congratulate the person say, congrats scene. I saw it. I, I looked at it. Uh-huh. I've seen it. So, but 
I don't know where where were we. I don't even yeah, no, I, I mean, start losing it. No, no, no. We're. I think the again, like the you're clearly passionate about this. Yeah. Um, I'm and like I think a nerd basically. Yeah, I mean, but I mean, you mentioned Pokemon cards, how you call them nerds, but like you're very much a nerd for this. Um, so uh, my question, so like earlier, you mentioned like you you just find this fun. Like, what is it like? looking at that Jordan basketball, like what, what does that bring out in you? Like, like I look at it as like a trophy. Okay. Like, like that's pretty cool. And I look at it like, I don't know if I'm ever going to have kids, but if I do, hopefully they're passionate enough to look uh, at that stuff and be like, Oh, you know, cause my shit ain't cheap and my shit's real and it's nice. It's mm-hmm. nice stuff. You know? And I'm just like, I probably spent like in the last three years like ten thousand dollars in framing, with one guy from Oklahoma. Yeah, like literally, I found him. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, I could do him. You know, it was two seventy five at one point. Now it's two hundred twenty five dollars because he knows I spend money with him. I always have three or four pieces, you know, for this guy. Mm-hmm. And I got Ryan into it, like you know, the Macho Man hanging up there. Yeah, that guy did that. You know, he he wanted to do the robe. It was way too much money. And I'm just like, you know, like the Bullet Club jacket that's in the thing. I'm, uh-huh. I'm ripping that sucker down. I'm going to sell it to one of you nerds, one of the <laughs> PWT nerds for fucking 5K because that has all the Bullet Club on it. And it's pretty nice. It's pretty nice. Yeah. It's a nice, nicely framed. Autographs are really nice. You know, and that's another thing I learned. Pens and, mm-hmm. you know, Sharpie markers and paint pens and shit like that. I was be like, I remember I have, I have a. Love Deion Sanders, met him, prime time, went at one of the at one of the conventions at one of the sports spectaculars. Sure, met him, loved him, loved this guy. He made me want to play football. I wanted I wanted his cleats. My fat my fat feet were too fat to fit inside the cleats. Like they weren't wide. They, you know Nike doesn't make wide. Yeah, and I couldn't get my fat. feet They do in now. There. I don't they, think they make they, them in cleats, but no. They, but I'm just like you. Yeah. They do now in cleats. Oh, they do. But before this, I mean, this is. You know, twenty years ago, and I was, yeah. you know, and I was just like, and I literally quit football because I couldn't fit my fat feet in the in the, Deion, the two hundred dollar Deion Sanders um, cleats that I bought. And uh-huh. I was just like, no, mom, it doesn't fit, and I just threw them. And I was just like, you know, I, I don't know what fucking two hundred dollars was, but it's a lot yeah. of money. And I'm just like, you know, a spoiled little brat, and I'm, you know, and my and my dad's like, you don't want to try again, and I'm like, no, I'm like, I'm done. And then meeting him. Mm-hmm. And I went to the I went to the show, and I remember, I remember I had nothing for him to sign. I like went there and I was just like, I had a backpack like you have the, your backpack when you're walking around the you know the yeah. show, but I had nothing in it. I was just like, yeah, in case I buy stuff, I can put it in the backpack yeah. instead of carrying it around. And I was just like, what am I gonna have this guy sign? And I'm just like, I didn't buy that ticket previous, but I went up there and I bought it, and it was like I don't know. Like, $199 for his autograph and then like $50 for his uh, fucking um, inscription, mm-hmm. any inscription I wanted. And I was like, I have nothing for this guy to sign. So I'm looking at my number and it's like 247. You know, they call in numbers, your VIP, go first, do this, do that, mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And I'm just like, cool. I have nothing to sign. And I'm like, what the fuck am I going to get? So. You know, I go up to like one of these like stands. They have all those helmets, footballs, and everything. I'm like, what do I want? I'm like, I want a Dallas Cowboys helmet. So I'm like, cool. Jeremy, the helmet game is so fucking crazy. <laughs> it's unbelievable. There's uh-huh. helmets that these people dip, hydro dip, in, in like water. Uh-huh. 
I'm not even kidding you. The helmet alone, you're going to spend $800. Then you're going to go get Tom Brady to sign it. You're going to spend $1,200 for Tom Brady to sign it. You're already, you're already right there, $2,200 in with Tom Brady sign hydro department. These guys are some. These guys fill it so fast, Jeremy. In some of these groups, four thousand dollars in fifty minutes, they sell it wow. out. Yeah, so I'm just like, what the fuck? Is that? How is this even possible? I look at these things. I'm just like, holy shit. But going back to the Deion Sanders thing, uh-huh. I'm like, so I buy like a riddle, um, speed, not authentic, like the lower one. Yeah, and it's like a hundred and twenty nine dollars, and I'm just like, cool. So now I'm into this thing for. 300 something almost 400 dollars. yeah so i'm so excited i don't like stickers on stuff i play golf i don't like stickers on my clubs where it tells you i don't like stickers Uh it's just annoying to me so when i do get something authenticated i don't like the sticker on it but sometimes it's on there already i can't do anything about it yeah i don't care i like i would rather have it on the back yeah but yeah okay when i'm doing it and i get it done i like the sticker on the paper Mm -hmm. so if the item does get lost no chances, fuckface, whoever stole my shit's going to go and put it up somewhere else because they have to, uh, at least they have to go get it authenticated again. It's going to cost them 100 bucks. So at least that, you know. But mm-hmm. so, like, so there's the riddle sticker on the back. So, I'm, so this is after he signed it. And it was such a blur. It was like probably one of my first signings I ever got in person. Like I buy a lot of my stuff, third party, already signed. Because mm-hmm. I'm... I can't meet these people. I don't know where the fuck half of these people live or where you're supposed yeah. to meet them. Like, there's crazy people that stand outside airports and stand outside stadiums and stand outside. They do this for a living. Yeah. And they get people there and they stalk people. And I'm just like, that's weird. Like, mm-hmm. I'm nervous going up to the person I paid for. Yeah. You know? <laughs> and I'm just like, oh, I don't know what to say. My hands are all sweaty. And yeah. it was like, it was like a blur. Like, you, you put your item down, you give the ticket to the person, his like handler, and then he tells them, hey, um, Signature and inscription, mm-hmm. and then he says, "What inscription do you want?" And I'm like, ah, "The prime, prime time." And he's like, "He's like prime time." And he's so you know. And by the time he's already signed it, mm-hmm. okay. And then he's waiting for the guy to tell him the inscription. By the time um, I can focus on Deion Sanders yeah, in front of me, being right in front of you, yeah. I'm already being handed my item back and being spun around to the exit to go out. Yeah. You know, and that's why. And then I'm just like, holy shit. I'm like, what happened? I'm like, I'm like, did he sign it? Where did he sign it? I didn't even look at the fucking signature. And I'm just like, holy shit, this is so cool. You know, I try to shake their hands. Yeah. And nowadays, you can't really shake. You're not going to be able to shake anybody's hands at anything no. anymore for a long time. But you're just like, or fist bump. And you're just like, and it was like water off a duck's back for him. Like, sign, mm-hmm. sign, see ya. Well, and he'd already like, done 200 and some odd before you. <laughs> right. And I'm yeah. just like. I'm like, thank you, sir. You know, I'm just like, yeah. and I'm just like, dude. And in my head, I'm like, you're such a nerd. But I have, I have the piece, I have it signed, and I'm just like, I still have it, and I like it. And another one was Frank Thomas at the same show. Uh-huh. One of my, he's my favorite baseball player ever. <clears throat> I mean, massive man. And I just walked up to him, and I had this little baseball, and I put it. In, he put it in his hand, and the baseball disappeared. And then he came back with a signature on it and he handed it to me and he's like, thank you. And I was like, I was like, thank you uh, very much. I'm your biggest fan <laughs> already. He's already, the guy's already yeah. talking to him and telling him, yeah, here's your next one. Here's uh, here's Timmy's fucking baseball. Sign it for him. And I'm just like, ah, bye. 
you know, and I'm just like, and that's why I I don't get nervous around, but it, like that, like it doesn't, it's not nervousness. It's just like nervousness. Like, yeah, kind of, you know, just like, boy, you're a celebrity, you know, like I've met people through pro wrestling, never been, I met Mick Foley, mm-hmm. my, one of my idols, you know, and I have Mick Foley and I have Undertaker that I've met. And I would like to meet The Rock one day. Yeah. And Stone Cold Steve Austin. We have a relationship with him. I doubt I'll ever meet Stone Cold. It would be cool if he ever came here. I'd be like, hey, hey what's up, buddy? You know, how you doing? Yeah. And I got a couple autographs from him and like a thank you picture when we sent him. When we started working with him, we sent stuff out. And mm-hmm. we were just like, hey, if you could sign this for the people that work here, a couple eight by tens. And he did. You know, I mean, it doesn't take, I mean, if you're making somebody money, you should, you know, oblige to, you know, a couple autographs. They don't have to. Yeah, but, you know, it's always like, hey, thank you, you know, so we don't want to embarrass Ryan. That's like a, <laughs> that's like a main thing. Like, don't embarrass Ryan. Yeah. Well, I think you, you brought up a good point there. Like, Deion Sanders, you get nervous about, but like, again, working with you here, a very famous pro wrestler will walk in and you'll have no idea who they are and you can talk to them like a human being. I think it, it really speaks to like our idols and who we look up to. Cause yeah. like, I'm very much like now that I've been around wrestling here, like I'm like your backup for autograph signings to take the pictures. Right. Um, so I've like sat there with like Coco beware and Tito Santana. And like at the beginning, it's like, Holy cow, that's Coco beware and Tito Santana. But right. after you spend a few hours with them, you're like, Oh yeah, well that's, I mean, that's Tito and Coco. Yeah, that's like like I don't say guys. friends, but like they're you you see them more as humans. Best signing, best signing ever here, were it was uh, Ricky Morton, and yeah. I don't know the other guy, uh, Robert Gibson, Robert Gibson, the Rock and Roll Express, Rock and Roll Express, hands down best ever, nicest dudes ever. Yeah, passionate about everything he did. Signed. 4,000 autographs in literally two days. And Ryan could attest for signing autographs because he signed autographs for something. And the guy got like 50 in and he was like, I can't do this shit anymore. And I'm like, and I'm like, dude, imagine, and just imagine, I'm like, I look at him, I'm like, imagine you have a wrestler come here and one day sign 4,000 autographs. Mm-hmm. Just imagine how they're feeling. He's like, yeah, I don't, he's like, I don't know how, I don't know. I mean, I understand you're paying them. Yeah. But still, it's just like, it's a task. Like we've worked, me and you have worked with CM Punk, C two E two. Like, I feel like those, like those people that come and get his autograph, and the people that are shaking, giving me the money, mm-hmm. they're about to meet one of their idols. Yeah, you know. And to me and you, you know, like when I met CM Punk, he walked in old, old down the street, fucking uh, PW or um, one hour tees with Cole Cabana wearing a leather jacket with feathers on it. And I was working, and Ryan was working, and I'm and I go into Ryan's office, and I knew Colt kinda, and I'm like, "Hey, Ryan, Colt's here with some guy with wearing a leather jacket and feathers on his jacket." And he goes, "He goes, it's CM Punk," and I go, "Who's oh, CM Punk?" <laughs> I'm, like, I'm like, "I don't know who that is," but then you know they came in, and I've never met a wrestler at a signing that's not like hands down so nice like the undertaker one mm-hmm. was the only one but the dude signing a thousand yeah, freaking and, things and, and he wasn't rude. and he wasn't rude he no. was, and i shook his hand yeah like, the handlers are worse 
than the actual person. Yeah. Because the handlers have a time. They got to get it through. You yeah. got to get them done. Yeah. Not everybody could be like, oh, man, Undertaker, mm-hmm. when he took your head off in 1994. Yeah. You know, they can't, they can't do that. And then no. a lot of these people, you know, they want that experience. They want that one-on-one. And you, you don't have it. You don't have enough time. You know, and that's what I've experienced with CM Punk and stuff like that. And, yeah. and Punk's very, he's very good with his, with the people that come up there. He'll talk, mm-hmm. you know, we have more time basically, but he'll talk to people. He'll listen to them, you know, short 15, 20 seconds. But literally when the guy does it and you're just like, holy shit, like it's exhausting. I mean, it's just exhausting for us standing there collecting tickets and taking yeah. a picture and dealing with these people. But this guy's got to talk to everybody. Mm-hmm. This guy's got to, you know, he's got to have a smile, you know, because someone's not going to pay $75 for someone to be like, yeah, go fuck yourself. Yeah. You know? And then so that's like another that's like another thing that like we kind of know and it kind of like boggles the mind of like. It's not easy. Like I couldn't imagine like I've seen the back of McCor of. I've seen the back of Rosemont. One guy took me back there. No, not for anything weird. He took me back there. He was a dealer. Again, you say it's not anything weird, and you call him a dealer. Yeah. Well, he's uh, <laughs> he was uh, he was just a dealer for like autographs. But, oh, okay. Like we walked back there. Like we walked back there, and there is just as far as the eye can see, you know how big Rosemont is. And when yeah, it's this is up, the Donnelly Stevens Convention yeah, Center. I mean, yeah. tables stacked with helmets. Footballs, mm-hmm. jerseys, everything. And he's just like, yeah, he's like, this guy's got to sign this. This guy's got to sign that. Like, to like Michael Jordan, like, when is enough enough? When was enough enough? Was it finally enough? His contract was up, and mm-hmm. he's just like, I'm a billionaire. I've been a billionaire for a long time, and I've been working with Upper Deck for a long time, and I'm, I'm kind of done. I mean, imagine the thousands, tens of thousands of things this guy, this guy signed. Mm-hmm. Okay, I remember watching the watching a documentary about him, and they were talking. He was talking about how he would come in and sign for Upper Deck, and they would have a hotel room, and he would walk in, and there's just tables full. And I mean, this is Upper Deck, so this is like fucking high quality shit, mm-hmm. nice basketballs, Mitchell and S jerseys, Jordan new stuff, beautiful pens, stuff like that. And you're just like, and he was just like, yeah, he's like, it's just overwhelming because, I mean, they want you to do so much. And, you know, he has a busy, he has a busy schedule. I yeah. mean, like, what are you going to do? They're like, oh, well, I'm under contract, so I'm contracted to sign this many things at this certain time, so I got to do it. And then just seeing, like, pictures of him, like Upper Deck used to take pictures of Jordan when he started. I mean, just seeing the stack of jerseys he had, even though it was like 123 of 123, like, you know, Hall of Fame stuff, but just so much, and you're just yeah. like, bro like you're you just get annoyed and you want and you need time you need time and then so i'm just like i can never be like i tell melissa all the time like if i was a famous person i would be i would give so many free autographs away but <laughs> just mm-hmm. be like please get away from me just yeah. sign it like I, and in the hounds of people outside trying to get the free stuff like mm-hmm. all those people in the groups and stuff and you're just like and people hate those people a lot of people hate those people a lot of people you know it's for the hustle for the grind you know, yeah. you're getting a, you're getting Mike Trout, big into Mike Trout now. Mike Trout signs a baseball, four hundred twenty five dollars, his name, on a sweet spot. Sometimes it doesn't even look good, and it's mm-hmm. a sit down. 
Then you got guys sitting outside. You have you know have uh, MLB balls. You know you're still spending thirteen bucks on a ball unless Walmart goes on sale and they're selling them for four because they have too many and then they buy them all out. Mm-hmm. You know they're signing that. You're waiting all day for eight hours. Mike Trout's going to come out and say yes or no. You know yeah. he signed. He signs. You have a Mike Trout ball. I mean now you're on the come up after sitting there for eight hours. You get one ball by Mike Trout. You can make four hundred bucks. Yeah. Hey, make four hundred bucks in eight hours. It's not bad. You can get one thing signed by him. You know he's a superstar. Yeah. You know, but it's crazy, and I just love it. I just love the shit like that. Yeah. It's, just, it's insane. I would never. I don't. I. I could never do it. Ozzy Guillen came into our store at in Pro Wrestling Tees. Uh-huh. I knew it was him, and that's why now I always have a baseball here. I didn't have a fucking <laughs> baseball here, and I, I have a baseball, and I'm just like. Didn't know who the fuck, you know, I knew it was him. Uh, I love Ozzy. I love the Sox. I love Sox. I love Cubs. Mm-hmm. Great. For the, you know, I like the Cubs more, but I'm just like, boom. I'm like, Ozzy. I'm like, see him from a distance. I'm like, that's Ozzy again. All the people in the store are just like, who's Ozzy again? And then just, and then I tell some of the guys in the back, like, Ozzy again's here. No. And then they're looking, that's not him. I'm like, dude, it's fucking him. I know who the fucking guy looks like. Go up to him. I'm just like, I'm like, hey, Ozzy. I'm like, I'm great to meet you. I'm like huge fan, fist bump, you know nothing. I was the only one to do it. Everyone else scared pussies. Jared worked with him, didn't even say anything. He came back the next day, mm-hmm. trying to find a ball. He brought his sons to the PWT store. He goes, "My sons, I love my sons, I love the wrestling." And I go, "Okay, come back." And he go, he came back, and I wasn't here. I got here late, but he bought some like Eddie Guerrero stuff and stuff like that. They came through, left, but. It's fun. It's fun seeing. I think it's fun seeing famous people. Yeah, and you're just like, yeah, cool, famous people. Yeah, you I like it. You mentioned a story. I, uh, I think it was an interview Matt Damon did, where apparently Matt Damon, all those people that hang out around restaurants or outside of airports stuff like that, Matt Damon will stay sit there and sign for everyone. Right. And he he knows that people make money from that, so he's like, he's just interested, like. How much does this person go for? How much does this person? And like, there's like hundreds of dollars for like a signed eight by ten for George Clooney or whatever. And then he's like, "How much do mine go for?" And the guy's like, 10, 20 bucks." <laughs> really? Yeah. Wow. And it and it's like, it almost is like if you want to devalue your autograph, give it to everyone, and then Correct. people at that point you, I mean, no one's gonna be hounding you for it because right. it's not as valuable. So it's like. The, these these celebrities have a choice to make. Dude, I've seen some of his autographs, Matt Damon. They're the worst autographs ever. He might sign for everybody, but it's literally like a squiggle mark. Yeah. And you're just like, what? And then you take it to these auth- – like, I've seen squiggle marks for people get authenticated by the big three. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, how the fuck do you guys know this? How do you know this? Yeah. The pen pressure, the arc of the the arc of the thing, this, that. They have so much to go off yeah. of in their database that you're just like, bro. Yeah. Get the fuck out of here. Like, it's a squiggle mark. No there, chance. Tom Hanks, squiggle mark. Fucking yeah. so many people have squiggle marks. I'm just like, this is this is not their autograph. This is not their John Hancock they're putting on this paper. No. It is their autograph that they're just like, get away from me. Yeah. Get away from me. Or even if it's a sit down, I got to get this as fast as I can because you're going to pay me $10,000 mm-hmm. to sit here to sign 500 things. I'm going to do 500 things as fast as I can to get out yeah. of here. You know, it's your time. That's why, I mean, there are those that will that, like their autograph is like really nice mm-hmm. like undertakers yep undertakers very smooth. intricate smooth. very intricate it's like very thin yep but you can see oh this says undertaker on right. it 
and it's and it's smooth. Yeah, and that's what I was impressed with that. Like I bought a I bought a nice paint pen. Uh-huh. Was waiting, shaking it every five minutes, getting closer, putting it on the thing. Guy took it. I'm like, can you can you sign with this? He goes, yeah, sure. Gives it to him. Fucking guy puts the Funko Pop sideways, just smooth. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, sweet. Yeah. I'm like, th- I'm like, thank you so much. He's like, is this your pen? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, thank you. I shook his hand. I was just like. No, yeah. I'll never see you again. Yep. Ever. Unless, you know, we sign him and he comes here when he's lifelong contract with WWE. So we don't Yeah. I mean, well he, I mean you never know. He's already dead, so Yeah, I mean he's There's been dead a, he's been dead a lot of times. Yeah. Wanna meet his brother Kane. That guy's dead too. And he's loves fire. Yeah. So I'm scared. He's, he's I'm scared on my list. I need to I need to get him in your book. Again. Yep. Yeah, we can talk about that. This is a one of the things that we've kind of gotten to know each other better for. Is like these autograph signings, but my yeah. collection is very different than yours in that right. I don't, I will never pay thousands of dollars. I've never paid thousands of dollars for one piece. To, okay. A combined piece I have, but never for one piece. Most money I've ever spent on a signing for one piece is like 400 bucks. Like for a Mike, like a Mike Trout ball. No. Jeez. No, no, no. For one ball, like 700 bucks. Like, yeah. cause with, uh, with, um, um, no, that's a lie again. <laughs> it just keeps going up like $1,300. <laughs> My first Mike Trout Jersey with three, with three inscriptions. So okay. it was his autograph on a Jersey. So autograph on a baseball, $425 autograph on a Jersey, $625. I'm like, what's the fucking difference? He goes, well, the Jersey's worth more. Cause you get more for the Jersey than you can for the baseball. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, okay, nerd. And then, then inscriptions and it's, $175, three word inscriptions, as many as you want. He was doing as many as he could when he started. I'm hot into trout now, or hot into trout now, but he was doing, in the beginning, it was like $125 baseball, whatever the fuck he wanted. Mm-hmm. Then he got better. $125 for a signed baseball, jersey, 225 blah, blah, blah. Inscriptions, $50 each. Mm-hmm. Now inscriptions, he's, he only does six inscriptions. You only could get two inscriptions on a baseball or two inscriptions on a Jersey people before he was, you know, there was like, Oh, this guy's an ex Mickey Mantle. They were like six inscriptions. And I bought two, I bought two trout jerseys. Um, his, the all-star game, his first one, Kansas city, not used jerseys. These are jerseys that are bought. So people don't think I'm that rich, but jerseys with, his all-star, his all-star jersey, the first all-star game with six inscriptions and another red one with uh, five inscriptions. So those are worth, like what I paid, I paid $3,000 for both of them. Now, if I wanted to sell one, like the five inscription all-star jersey, the jersey alone mm-hmm. is 400 bucks. So it's framed already. But if I wanted to sell that one, I could probably get eight grand, $70,000. Wow. And the other one I could get probably six. So I've already come up. Like, just how he keeps going and going and going. But he signs a lot. That's another thing with Mickey Mantle. Dude signs so much. That's why there's so much fake stuff out there. People are getting so good to fake it, oh. to make it. And they're selling them to people. Like, oh, hey, I'm George Schmorge from uh, Tables Authentication. Now, here's a, Mike, here's a Mickey Mantle ball. Mm-hmm. And people are like, oh, Mickey Mantle, 100 bucks? Why not? Not fucking real. You know, that's why there's so much fake. Mickey Mantle. In 1992, a guy put out, in one of the groups, put out a picture of the fucking thing, of the prices. And 
his inscriptions. Baseball, signed by Mickey Mantle, $9. <laughs> inscriptions, buy one, get another free. So he had like Oklahoma Kid, um, Triple Crown, 1957, um, his number, 07, um, whatever other stuff he accomplished, home run, home run this, mm-hmm. home run that. Balls, I mean, an 07, I have an 07 Mickey Mantle ball with the, I have the seven Mickey Mantle ball. Bought it for like $280 worth like fifteen, sixteen hundred, you know, because they're getting more scarce. Like people aren't letting them go. Yeah. You know, stuff like that. There's Mickey Mantle balls, triple crown balls, a nine, a nine of nine on eBay, nine, nine ball, nine autograph, $25,000. Wow. And the $9 in the fucking inscription was free. Yeah. Just imagine, imagine you sitting there, you're like, hey, can I have 10 of these? And you knew, like, your Biff from the, like, your Biff from Back to the Future with the book. And you're just like, oh, this guy's going to do this? Well, why don't I get 100 of them? Why don't I get this? Why don't I get that? And you're just, you know, you're just like, holy shit. That's what they were doing with Trout. Boom, 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 boom. And then this guy was probably like, motherfuckers want to pay for this shit. I got to start, you know, raising the price. Yeah. Or these companies that have him, they want him to sign again. You're going to have to give him more money. Mm-hmm. You know, so that's the way for that. It's crazy. So wh- where does this? Where do you see this going? Like nowhere. <laughs> do you I, do you plan on selling any of your pieces? I sell some pieces, yeah, like stuff that I. So I'll jump in razzes and raffles and hope to hit a one banger and just fucking win a. I uh, won a Ken Griffey. I have a Ken Griffey Junior. ball already in my collection. Uh, Sixteen Hall of Fame ball. Don't want any more Ken Griffey Jr. I have a jersey. Same thing. His patch retirement. That's framed. Uh, jumped in a Raz. $8. $8. 23 spots. One spot. Won it. So I won a Ken Griffey Jr. ball for $8. So now I'm going to sell that for $250. You know, I'll do a Raz or I'll sell it outright. Because mm-hmm. I only have 8 bucks into it. You know? Like the Jordan ball. I sold the Jordan ball. I only had $21 in the Jordan ball. Thank God I waited. Some guy offered me $1,800 before the last dance. I was going to sell it. And I was just like, and then the deal fell through. Something happened. And I was just like, nah, sold it for three K. Wow. So that's a come up of what? 29 fucking $150. Tom Brady helmet. Tom Brady's hot. Hottest guy. Now he's with fanatics. Prices are through the roof. Guy put a Raz mini so he had minis that to fill the Raz because some people don't want want to pay two hundred fifty dollars for one spot. So they yeah. do a mini, twenty five spots at ten, and then you get a spot in the main. Did that twenty five dollars? Um, won the helmet, had one spot, didn't play any more spots, filled it, did the ro- did the live roll, I won it. So I won a twenty five hundred dollar Tom Brady helmet for twenty five bucks. Now it's. Not worth twenty five hundred dollars, so they up it. Cause say this guy is a dealer and he deals with fanatics or mm-hmm. he deals with TriStar, he get if he buys enough merchandise, they give him a slight discount, so the helmet could be worth twenty two hundred dollars. And he's gonna raz it for twenty five hundred, so he's making three hundred dollars. So if he does that ten times a week, if he does that ten times in a week, it's three thousand dollars the guy made. Mm-hmm. I've seen these guys do it. I've seen them just razz it up, fucking everything. Interesting. Mm-hmm. So it's, some of these guys are full-time, and it's like a business. And it's it's crazy because if you get in with, like, upper deck, you get in with, like, he had an upper deck Jordan USA jersey, now worth $15,000. Bought it from bought it from upper deck. I think 
you, I know some of these guys. I'm not going to tell their names, but they might listen to this, the FBI. But um, <laughs> bought it for – so it was on 10K, got it for uh, 8,500, mm-hmm. razzed it at 11, razzed it at like like 10.5. So he filled in like like a week, took him a little more. It was $10,000. Yeah. Fucking easy. And uh, so he made – what do he make? Over two grand, right? Yeah, more. I mean, eighty five hundred, and he raised it for eleven. Yeah, twenty five hundred bucks. Yeah, took him a week. Oh, and then the greatest thing is, is if I can do this through fucking, they do it through PayPal, friends and family. When there's no fees, and that's why when uh, friends and family on when PayPal had like that big breach, and then they were <laughs> they were shutting down people that were getting too much action. To their accounts. So they're seeing like 50, 100 people paying this guy, friends uh-huh. and family. And they're like, no. That's why these people say friends and family, no notes. Don't put anything in the notes. Raz, anything. Venmo, you know, which is part of PayPal and stuff like that. And, they, and whatever, Facebook pay. But <clears throat> people scam. That's another thing. Like it's big. Like one, I remember one guy was going through the groups, same helmet. 500 bucks, quick 500 bucks, filling like that because people were just like, oh, fuck, fuck, 500 bucks, I need money, blah, blah, blah. Fills it, uh, 10 at 50, leaves the room, takes the 500. Goes to another room, does the thing. He took, he took four rooms for two grand in in less than like like three hours. Never shipped, never did anything. What are they going to do? They all paid him, they all paid him friends and family. They're you're gonna getting your money back. Yeah. So you're just fucked. You're out of that 50 bucks. This guy's up 2000, but then they ban him from all these rooms. They put his picture up and they're like, this guy's bad. This guy's bad. Yeah. Whatever. I mean, I wouldn't do it, but this guy did it. He didn't give a shit, but yeah. Man. Yeah. Sold Tom, sold Tom Brady helmet. They got it for $25 for a 2000 for $2,250. So I made $2,225. And then I had another Tom Brady helmet. I won for, Forty forty dollars, sold that for two thousand. So, it's like I don't like helmets, but I'm like I got into helmets. I still have like six helmets left of like other players, uh-huh. and I'm just like, I'm like, I'm like, dude, you bet eighty bucks, you could win a seven hundred dollar helmet. You bet, you bet forty dollars, and you get picked, and you pick the right box, and there's Tom Brady. You just won Tom Brady for forty dollars. You know, it's, it's insane. It's insane the stuff you could win for so cheap. If you're just like, oh, here's my budget, $100 for this week. That's like my budget. It's like $100 for a week. Mm-hmm. So, and I'll play. Like, here's 20, here's 10, here's 25, here's 30. Just like that. And then big score was uh, Jordan Jersey, my white Hall of Fame. I think it's white. Is it white or is it red? It's a white or red Hall of Fame jersey, one of 123 signed by him. Mm-hmm. It was only 123 with this specific Hall of Fame, blah, 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 and the patch and all that crap. Bought that for like, that was my first Jordan piece I bought. That was like 1800 bucks I paid. And I was like, that was a lot of money. I was just like, yeah. fucking all fucking 1800 Bought it. And I was just like, now the fucking jersey's worth twelve five. I bought the red 12 that's hanging in my office. When Jordan wore twelve for the one game because mm-hmm. Jordan is a thing went missing. On Upper Deck website, fifteen K got it for like seventeen hundred sixty five dollars. 
only if we knew, like I told Ryan, like the last dance, if we spent $20,000 on just Jordan jerseys, Jordan jerseys were like anywhere from 2100 to $2,300, $2,400 on upper deck. But you bought $20,000 worth of that, you quadruple your money today. More. Wow. You can sell them for 10 and you, if you sold them for ten, you're making eight a jersey. Just, but, just imagine. I mean, you're just, <laughs> but you're just, you, you got to have the balls to pull the trigger. Yeah. And you have to have the fucking money to pull the trigger. Like you know, no one knew the last dance. Some people did. Some motherfuckers bought so much of it, and they're letting, now they're now they're razzing them. Yeah. You, and they'll be like, oh look at this, it's going for fifteen thousand dollars. I have my razz right now at ten thousand dollars. So you're five grand up. So you win that. You win the jersey. You could win it for. You can win if the if the if the Raz is a ten spots at a thousand with minis, and you win one mini at a hundred, and you go in and you win that jersey for a hundred dollars. You just came up. Even there's no chance in hell. It's only for like the rich rich that are gonna pay upper deck prices at fifteen thousand dollars. Yeah, you know, even the fucking guy who is a rep for upper deck, like one of the guys, the guys that I know, you're gonna get that jersey for thirteen five. So. You make if you want to sell if you go razz it at fourteen five yeah you make a thousand bucks yeah it's gonna take it's gonna take a long time a lot of people aren't paying those prices like Jordan's prices are astronomical the last six to eight months they've really got they've gone up like a thousand percent it's like crazy it's like crazy like I never knew that fucking jersey was gonna do that yeah. never in my life I'm fucking sitting here I go Melissa I die sell the jersey there's my funeral I'll take the rest of the <laughs> stuff and sell it and I have a book and I have stuff I have insurance. I mean, there's a whole bunch of shit. It's just I could talk for hours about this stuff. Yeah, it's just insane, you know. Well, and it it's it, it's like uh, like you mentioned, it's like a gamble. It's like your stock market. I think what it seems like you really enjoy, other than like just the fun of collecting it. Yeah, is I think you, it seems like you really enjoy just knowing all this stuff, like being knowledgeable about yeah. it. Like I've come up, I've come up in knowledge in the last four years or five years like tenfold yeah like i didn't know i didn't know shit about jsa psa <laughs> any of these motherfuckers i didn't know anything you know but again it's an opinion as i stated in the beginning yeah it's an opinion of their expert mm -hmm. and their experts have been wrong yeah oh yeah there's guys that collect tom brady there's a group that says did i buy a fake tom brady these guys would get hundreds of submissions a day in the group. I'm part of the group. Hundreds of submissions a day, and these guys were so good. He's like, "Hey, I got the. Uh, I bought this Tom Brady. Is it fake? Fake. Like these guys know. Forty years, one guy's been doing it. He has, he has 450 Tom Brady autographs. Okay, all the way from when Tom was fucking with uh, what's it called? The football team. Um, I don't. I don't speak the name of the football team. Mi Michigan. Yeah, better than Ohio State. No, Michigan. <laughs> Team um, from his rookie, from his rookie autograph coming out of the thing, out of college uh -huh. from '99, all the way to today. These guys know a fake Tom Brady, spot on. I just and the greatest thing is the people go, yeah, okay. Then they go to JSA, spend 120 dollars to get the Tom Brady authenticated, and it comes back fake. And then they go back to the group and they say they say it's fake. And the guy goes, yeah, I know, I told you for free. So then these guys were so pissed that people were calling them out they said you want my opinion it's six dollars oh six dollars per opinion send us the money they gave the first three months they did it they gave all the proceeds to tb12 tom brady's charity mm -hmm. 
it was like, not even kidding you, six dollars, one hundred twenty dollars JSA. These guys six bucks. They gave over like five grand in money to the to the charity. Yeah, like almost almost five in what I say three months. I think I said it was a month or three months. You said three months. Yeah, and that's how many people asked for their opinion in that three months. Wow. Yeah, and they're just like fake, fake. Even the good ones, and these guys are like, that's good. And they'll tell the person that's good, but that, I I believe it's fake. And some of these people are just like, I'm gonna go back to, and I think out of all like the ones they did, one person's went to one of the top three, and they said no, it's good. And then he came back and he was gloating. He's like, he's like, listen, man, it's an opinion. They could say it's good. They pass fakes all the time. He's like, it's whose hand it goes into, mm-hmm. and how do how much due diligence this person's gonna do. On something like that. Yeah. You know, yeah, the company, you're not making any money. I don't know how it works. I don't know if those people that authenticate this shit make money. And they're like, I did 40 authentications today, Tom. He's like, oh, great job. We made a, we made $14,000 because they were all Tom Brady's. You get $400. <laughs> and he's like, yeah. He's like, how were they, were they fake? He goes, I don't know. He's like, some were, some were. I just said, no, you know, I'm saying, you know, I, don't, I don't know how it works. That's like another thing. And I'm just like, it's insane. I've seen people buy Babe Ruth baseballs. You can't even see the signature. But JSA and all these companies have infrared cameras that take the picture of the indentation of where the autograph was, and they prove it real because you could see the indentation mm-hmm. and the ink's gone. I've seen that before. I've seen that. I'm just wow. like, I'm like, I want a Babe Ruth baseball so bad. I was in a, I was in an auction or I was in a Raz. I probably spent four hundred dollars in spots, and it's called the Death Roll, and I got. The death roll. I was the worst thing. I got death rolled. The last one before the main, before the final, I won. And the final, I was second. It's called it's called the death roll. Oh man! And I was just like, and it was an eighteen thousand dollar Babe Ruth ball, and it took the guy like a week to fill. And I, that was my, that was my like my one that I was just like heartbroken. Wow! I was like, no. Like you're so stupid. Like you just lost four hundred dollars, <laughs> but you came so close to winning that. And I was just like, "Fuck!" But yeah. it was exciting. And I just went to the thing, and I was like, "No!" And then, then I always I go to the thing, I, I look at it, and then I go to the roll before, and I was like, "I won the roll before, and I got second place." You gotta be fucking kidding me! And I was just like, "I'm done." Wow. And then like with beats like that, I I'll stop for like a couple weeks, and I'll just be like, "I'm not, <laughs> I'm like, I'm not doing that." But yeah, I sell some of my collection. Mm-hmm. I saw stuff. I can. I've never had to sell anything to make anything meet. You know, yeah. one day I might have to. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know the future, but it's fun. I just like. Yeah. I just like doing it. I just like, I mean, it's fun. It's fun meeting people. I like meeting people. I like going to those shows. I like walking around and going to different people's booths. Some of these people's booths, you know, look like shit. Like they just mm-hmm. came out of their trunk and threw everything on the table and like, find it i don't know and then you're just like and then some people have the nice beautiful setup and you know because mm-hmm. i mean it's, some of those tables are 500 bucks some of those tables some of those spots are two thousand dollars so you got to make that money back or you're fucked and you went there for no reason but yeah, and then the watching the people do the baseball cards and watching them sitting there going through those just 
racks of cards so fast like they're gonna find you some people find a good card some people don't find a good card i mean i'm just like i don't know why this person's going so fast i don't know what the fuck's going on <laughs> i'm like i don't i'm like i don't need any of this shit dude yeah just give me flitter jordans and i'll take those yeah and i'll be fine but yeah it's fun i don't know how long we've been doing this but it's probably been a long time well yeah i mean but the, 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 it's like it's a conversation so yeah. Um, everyone's, I, everyone's gonna listen to this and be like, "Who the fuck is this guy?" <laughs> it's me. No, I think people are gonna listen to it and be like, "Wow, this person, yeah, this person is very clearly passionate about this." And I think yeah. one thing that what I've gathered uh, in knowing you and in this interview is like, when you are passionate about something, you never go in like half-ass. Like you clearly, yeah, you can are like. Uh, all in full on this like um what the hell are those things? uh Funko pops yeah hard was hard into them wanted them all fucking motherfuckers i'd fucking wake up at nine in the morning and fucking <laughs> try to go on that funko account and get the funko the 400 spot uh-huh. that's another thing it's insane hopefully it doesn't die i'm probably gonna sell my collection soon michael heredia if you hear this um <laughs> I probably spent a good five, six thousand dollars on Funko Pops. Uh huh. And I have I have very good Funko Pops. And I'm I was always a stickler for the box, like damage and everything mm-hmm. like that. I was always a stickler. And I mean literally I think I have like three hundred and thirty five in my collection. And they all they're all in a you've been you watch my cats, you've been to my house, you see my stuff on the floor and yeah. stuff everywhere. But they're all in a closet. Basically just sitting there and I'm just like, and there's a app where you could go and you could put the Funko in and give you an estimated value of the Funko Pops in your collection. Mm -hmm. And they'll give you the top 10 and they'll give you the price breakdown of what's bigger and what's stronger and stuff like that. And um, stuff like that. I'm just like, so like literally I probably, I probably spent about five, 6,000 on Funko Pops. And I started doing razzes with Funko Pops and stuff like that for the big ones, high end ones that are like six hundred bucks and stuff like that. And I'm just like, ah, and I would win some. And then I'm just like, I'm just gonna collect them. I love Hulk, so mm-hmm. I collect all the Hulk ones. <clears throat> I literally have unboxed Hulk ones that are on my office thing where they're just standing up, and there's like four of them, and those are worth like a thousand bucks right there. They're not in my collection because I took them out of the box, and I probably got them for like forty dollars a piece uh, and i was just like oh i got doubles so i just took those ones out of the box <laughs> and now they're worth like you know they're worth like two three hundred four hundred dollars a piece but wow. they're out of the box so i don't even have that part of my collection but do, do they do <clears throat> do they not sell for anywhere near as much when they're out of the box i don't think so what i've learned is out of boxes people don't want it people still collect them uh-huh. it's pretty crazy yeah. but it's like nah the value just way lower yeah it's just way lower i mean something that's yeah it's like it's 400 bucks in a box, minty fresh. Well, I want my minty fresh. You know, that's how I wanted it. <laughs> but then you're just like, oh, I mean, you know, just moving stuff and you move and you're moving the boxes and you mm-hmm. put them in the protector. But if one drops, oh, God, and you're just like, whatever. But <clears throat> yeah, out of box, not as good. We can still sell them. Still mm-hmm. sell them out of box. I think my, I have two different insurance for that. Insurance is a key, people, for memorabilia. Always insure your stuff. It's worth it in case there's a fire, in case somebody robs you. 
<clears throat> it's, it's worth a good insurance. Yeah. Man, I, I think, but it's cheap too. But yeah, uh, my collection today is worth like estimated is like twenty four thousand one hundred dollars just for the Funko Pops. Yeah, uh-huh. I mean that's a pretty good come up. Yeah. Even if even if I sold it for fifty percent of it, it's still. I mean, when I to me when I spend my money on memorabilia, mm-hmm. it's it's it. It's over. The money's gone. I never think of the money again. I can't. I can't be like, oh yeah, this this. No, I can't think of it anymore. I'm just like, you just spent the money. It's it. Does hopefully it, it increases in value. Yeah. Yes, but. I can't be like, oh yeah, you know, this is this, and I'm just like, I don't think about that. I don't, I don't think about that. I think about this thing now being worth this amount of money, and this is what I could sell it for. Mm-hmm. That's that's how I think. I don't think of, I don't think of the past money that's gone. I think of like future and what I could what, what I could buy and what I could sell it for. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Kind of because yeah, I mean you're not necessarily buying it to flip it, right? Like like me, you I'm just really like to flipper. have it. Yeah, like, and like it's if, nice that you're. You're investing real money so that it's actually worth something compared to, right? Because everything could be. I mean, look at look at baseball cards, football cards, everything cards. They were shit. Mm-hmm. Now they're coming back. Pokemon cards were shit. Yeah. For the last twenty years or the last fifteen years, yep. now all of a sudden, boom! You got you got the boxes from Japan unopened that were that were selling for on the Walmart um, thing for five ninety five for thirty packs. Mm-hmm. And you buy them. That box is now worth $125,000. Yeah. Imagine the nerd that has the vault or his or his uh, closet at his house where it's just unopened stacks of boxes. And I see it. And I see people trying to sell them. It's insane. Like, people put them up. They go, well, I don't know what's this worth. And you're just like, bro, you got a fucking first edition box. Yeah. I'm like, it's nothing I will get into. I don't want to ever get into it. But hey, if I ever came across a Charizard first edition and somebody didn't know what the fuck they were what they had and they were like oh take five hundred dollars i've been five hundred dollars <laughs> i got them so fast they're, they're freak and that's how the people do it. when people like i told you people need money they come on there yeah and it's a legit thousand dollar piece and they're like give me half the money i need the money now something you know medical bills emergency something 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 hey yeah it's you know it sucks for that person mm-hmm. i've done i've i bought a tom brady I bought a Tom Brady throwback jersey, the red one. Vapor. Today, Nike Vapor. Today it's worth, I have a frame. Worth probably like four grand. I think that's the last thing they gave me for insurance. But it was like with four. And I bought it for $900. $250 frame up. But what I told the guy was the guy needed money and he was like a friend of a guy that ran, ran uh, that ran a group that I was in. And he goes, my friend, he wanted 1300 for it. I was like, I'll give you $900 right now. And if you give me the 900 back, if you give me a thousand dollars back in four months, you can have the Jersey back. It's like a like, pawn. Yeah. I was like helping the guy because he's mm-hmm. like, hey, you know, my family, this and that. My daughter's got to eat. I don't remember the situation. Yeah. But I was just like, you know, and he was vouched for top guys and top groups. And I was like, mm-hmm. I was like, I'm like, why don't you do it? Just give him. He's like, he's like, I'm not going to give him 900 bucks. He's like, I'm not going to give him 1300 bucks. I'm just like, I'll give him to him. And then I told him, I'm like, hey, man, 
I'm going to send this to my framer in four months. You have four months to give me the thousand bucks back. Cause that's when the shows usually come back every like four months. Yeah. So that's when I see my framer cause he's in Oklahoma and he brings all my shit to me after I bring him all the, I bring him, I bring him <laughs> goods and he brings me back even fancier stuff, you know, and that, and that, and if you have a good framer, you frame stuff up. I'm very basic. I'm very plain. I don't do cards. I don't do pictures. He messed up on one of my Tom Brady's, did pictures, took $100 off. He's like, I know you don't like pictures. I'm so sorry. I can go do it and I'll redo it. I'm like, I'm like, please. I'm like, don't worry about it. I'm like, I don't care. He's like, no, no, no. I'm going to take $100 off. He's like, he's like, he's like, I can't, I can't believe I did this. I had the thing and I'm just like, ah, don't worry about it. So literally I waited four months. The guy never responded, never came back to me. Got mm-hmm. a frame, you know, so I'm just like, but I feel like <clears throat> doing stuff like that, good karma, yeah. kind of. You know, I'm a piece of shit, but I try to help people. Like, hey, I, like I know, I know you're a good worker. I literally tell all my workers here, I'm like, if I had ten Jeremys, or if I had eight Jeremys that worked at what I pay you, I'm not going to tell anybody. But what I pay you on, you know, through a check, mm-hmm. I would never need, I would need none of you for a crate ever, zero <laughs> percent. And I would have, and I would have the, and I'll have these guys. And I'm just like, and then Ryan always tells me, he's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, he's like, you get Jeremy? I'm like, yeah, I'm going to get Jeremy to help. I'm like, I'm like, we'll pay him this much money minus that. And, you know, the IRS is listening. Jeremy makes no money from us, but you're just like, you know, you know, I mean, you're a good worker. Yeah. 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 So I'm just like, I'm like, yeah, I'm like, you're a good, I'm like, you're a good worker and you're a good guy. And I'm glad I got to know you and I'm glad I know you. And I know you would help, you know, anytime you can. I know I give you shit all the time, but that's me. I give everyone shit. You know, it's cool that you do this. I never, I mean, this is weird to me, but, <laughs> you know, I've been on, I've been on some podcasts. Hey, I've been on Jericho's podcast. Um, yeah. Talking with Jericho. Is that what it's called? Talk is Jericho. Talk is Jericho. Ryan was on the podcast and we had it here. Literally, we're sitting now. Behind us mm-hmm. in the in I was the, here yeah in the room that um used to room be crate. We, yeah where we we used to do crate is now sub is now sublimation room um, printing room and pre-treat. Uh, pre-treat room yeah we literally sat there and I was sitting there and Ryan's like yeah Ryan was really nervous and he's just like hey she's like come with me dude he's like I'm like what do you want me to do fucking stand there like an idiot and then and then Chris had one of his like lackey guys standing there with him like his assistant so I'm like all right well, we'll fucking just sit here with Chris Jericho and I'm like literally <laughs> across the room, like not across the room, probably like 20 feet away from them. Cause I don't want to, I don't want to bang anything and there's something wrong. I don't know what this stuff is live or I don't fucking care. I don't want, I don't want to mess something up. Yeah. And so I'm just like, and Ryan said something, he goes, yeah, he's like, Frank, he's like, Frank over here. He runs, he runs the, he runs the show. You know, if you ever need, like if Chris had ever ordered anything, he would get it out to you. And he goes, is that right, Frank? You're the one that, you're the one that uh, takes care of everything for Ryan. I go, yes, that is me, sir. <laughs> that's my, that's my one time on his podcast. And that started my yeah. podcast career. I mean, yeah, I'm I mean, flourishing. I'm sure I get similar numbers to Chris Jericho. I mean, for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, I don't know how many he gets. I mean, what is he like 30, 40 downloads? I mean, Maybe. I, I really don't know. I don't know any of this stuff. Jeremy, Jeremy that works here, he started it. Then Berto started his podcast. You started a podcast. Then COVID's here now, so people need something to do. So I guess yeah. podcast is the way to go. Nick has one. Yeah. And I'm just like, maybe I should start one. Just I told Stank just in my office, frankly with Frank, and just <laughs> just literally at the end of my day, every day for like 30 minutes, just tell everyone what happened during my day. Like uh-huh. literally my name, my name is called at this facility more times than I'll ever be called Frank in my life. And 
I love it because I know I'm in charge of all of them. And I like the power I have. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's fun. I like a challenge. You know, the company that we work for grows so much. And I'm just like, hey, the more this grows, the more money I get, the more memorabilia I could buy, the more raffles I could lose, and razzes and be pissed. <laughs> you know, and be like, oh, it's cool. I mean, I like yeah. it, you know. And I think one thing I think with with the memorabilia is one you're getting joy out of getting it, collecting it, getting a good price on it. Yeah. Um so I think the hunt is something you enjoy, but also like it very much is an investment and it's like if something were to happen like a medical issue or right. this place explodes and you need a a job. Right. Like I'm going to Uline. Just okay. so you know. So there you going. go. But uh, maybe Uline doesn't hire for a month. You yeah. have you have this right. stuff right. available to you. Well, I have you I have can... a bank account too. Uh, okay. Yeah, but if if something like <laughs> right. I rainy day, like yep. some people invest in the stock market, you invest in sports memorabilia. Right. The worst way. I well, inv- I invest in stock market too. Well, yes. But like the sports memorabilia, it, it's not because it's not just the investment, that's like the joy. And I think Right what we've learned today is really like what you love my wife. Well, yes, you love your wife, but also like, like your passion for sports memorabilia. Some people will do this like, Oh, I'm doing this because I need to express myself a certain way. Right. You don't really need to express yourself in sports memorabilia, but it's something like, um, it's it's a way for you to kind of I mean it like you said, it's just fun. Yeah. Like and you have the means now. It's something something you didn't always have the means to right. do. Like as a kid. Well I couldn't obviously. go up to my dad and be like, Hey Dick, I have five hundred dollars to go buy a Mickey Mantle baseball. Yeah. I wish I did when it was nineteen ninety two and yeah. I knew and I said, Dad, we should go to this Mickey Mantle sign and get fifty balls done for fifty <laughs> different inscriptions. And I'll be like, who's this Mickey Mantle? And I'll be like, <laughs> I mean, he's a baseball player. Yeah, waste of money. I'll be like, yeah. all right, Dad. My dad's a my dad's a foreigner. My mom and dad are both foreign. And they would never spend the money that I spend. Like, I like literally, I joke with my mom. I'm like, yeah, my, I just spent this much money. And she's like, you get out of here. You spend this much money. I'm like, I'm like, they don't believe me, but I did. And I'm just like, you know, I don't tell them. I work hard for my money. Yeah. So I feel like I could spend it. And if I have the means to buy something that I love, that I want, I'm going to do it. I'm not going to just, I mean, before, as I told you, it was like, I spent $100 on a Mickey Mantle baseball. Now I spent $1,300 on a jersey or $3,000 on mm-hmm. two jerseys. And I'm just like, okay, but if you buy it at the right time, even Mike Trout, he's not dead. He's probably going to outlive me and you. And then you're just like, okay, if I have a kid or if Melissa's still around or if it's passed down to mm-hmm. people, even my niece or my or my nephews, you know, hopefully I have, like I told, I don't even think I, I had, a, I have a book with everything and then I have insurance on all my memorabilia and even in my tiny seven by seven office, I have over like $30,000 of the memorabilia hanging on the walls. Does anybody know that? No, just one piece very much. So yeah, there's a $15,000 <laughs> Michael Jordan, bass, yeah. you know, so if someone did come and rob this place. And they found it, but yet I'm insured. Now we have barricades in the doors, but 
since Ryan, so I tell my insurance if I'm bringing pieces outside my home, outside my home address, mm-hmm. and if this place which has which has an alarm system, which has stuff like that, covers me for that. So yeah, that's honestly, this place is safer than your house. I mean, it is. I should bring everything, <laughs> just put it right here. And no one's no one's coming in here, buddy. Yeah. I mean, with these gates, but yeah, I'm like, I'm like, I've learned my lesson, like with with insurance. Mm-hmm. I have two two types of insurance. One for my I have three types. I have I have for my guns, and then I have for my Funkos, and I have for my memorabilia. I pay like every year. I pay like three hundred and eighty dollars a year, which is not a lot. That's like cheaper than most car insurance. Yeah, three hundred eighty dollars a year. Three hundred eighty dollars a year, and I have over. I have like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars in insurance for my stuff. Because each, so the place where I get it in my stuff insured, it, they'll let you get your pieces appraised. Mm. Like what, the, what I pay. And then they'll give you five pieces to get appraised, but I have way more than five pieces. So I'll buy the hundred, I'll buy whatever I have. I, I usually buy a hundred pack, which will cost me like, it cost me four hundred and ninety nine dollars mm-hmm. to get a hundred pieces appraised. The appraisal they don't come to your house. You literally take a picture of it with a times with a timestamp of like some kind of paper. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Send it because who's gonna who's gonna have who's gonna fake the insurance to pay the insurance? Like that's what I that's what I think. I'm like oh people could just take pictures of Babe Ruth balls and put and Photoshop their name with the card next to it and say the date. And they'll say, yeah, but what are you paying? It's not your real Babe Ruth balls. So what are you going to do? You, yeah. still, you still have to prove in the end that, you ha- that you know, this is like how you had it. So in the beginning, when you buy the insurance, they come and they'll appraise five of your things. If you want to buy more, they'll appraise it in person. Mm-hmm. And if you keep with the company each year, you go and you get it. You get five more pieces of approval or you get a hundred or you get a, the hundred pack thing for four ninety nine for $499 or whatever the fuck it is. And... If you don't have four hundred and nine, if you don't have a hundred, if you don't have a hundred pieces, the next time they come and appraise the stuff after six months or after a year, usually it's every year they'll mm-hmm. appraise because the value for whatever goes up and however it goes up, they'll come. So if you have seventy pieces, now you have you've added ten pieces to your collection. Now you have eighty pieces, so you can use the five there. And then, but if you only had eighty in the beginning, you still had twenty left from the four hundred ninety nine dollars you spent on the hundred appraisals. Mm-hmm. You can use those. Until those run out, so it's pretty cool. It's um, I forgot what the company's called. Collectible Insurance. That's about it. You could do stamps. You could do guns. My guns. All three. All three of my things are under that one umbrella, but they're all three separate policies. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So. Yeah, like I'm like I'm like I'm never scared, but I'm just like, like one time our, <laughs> one time. The dryer at our place where now, mm-hmm. and the dryer, the it was an old dryer, and the back of the dryer started smoking because the lint was up. Mm-hmm. And Melissa was home, and Melissa's like, "There's smoke coming out of there. There's smoke coming out of there." I'm just like, she's telling me, I'm like, "Grab the fucking cats, run!" And I'm thinking about my memorabilia. <laughs> I'm like, and she's like, "I can't, I can't see it because there's a lot of smoke coming out because it's electric, but it was still burning because yeah. the top was clogged." Mm-hmm. So I'm just like. 
you know, and, she, and I'm just thinking about my memorabilia, but I'm like thinking about her and the, and the cats. And I'm like, get the cats. I'm like, you know, and she's like, I left them. And I don't know what to do. I'm like, you fucking left your cats there? What the fuck's wrong with you? <laughs> and I'm not even thinking about the hundreds of thousands of dollars in memorabilia. I have in fucking one room. And I'm yeah. just like, she's all gone. And I'm just like, but I'm just thinking about Melissa. I'm thinking about the cats. I'm thinking yeah. that's why you get insurance. I'm just thinking, like, yeah. you know, can you prove it? And uh, I know I never had to do an insurance claim, so. Hopefully, I never have to do an insurance claim, and my kids or my family down the future have this stuff, and everybody could be like, this guy was an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> this, well, this though- Mickey Mantle ball is fake. <laughs> Throw it away. <laughs> <laughs> Operation bullpen. <laughs> Let's go play with this ball. I'll be like, and it brings me back to like the Sandlot movie, and I'll uh, fucking yeah. kill that kid. I'll be like, I'll murder you, bro. But yeah. The blind man gave him a way better ball than yep. he ever had, and he still got the other ball back. Because I mean, you're just like, yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Hope one day I could pass it along to somebody, but if I don't, then maybe my family will get it, or maybe I'll have a mausoleum and muscle we'll put everything, everything in, the in there, like <laughs> in the mausoleum. Honestly, be, it'll be big. That might be more expensive than uh, <laughs> than all your <laughs> right. Be like, just make all, just do it all, just put it in there, just surround me. But but cremate me, <laughs> so I could it's oh, less space. You yeah, put it more on the room, floor. Yeah, more yeah. room for. I got to put a casket in there. You know. Yeah. But, well, yeah, I think that's a natural place for us to kind of wind down. <laughs> I think it is. Um, first of all, thank you very much for sitting no with problem. me. Thank you very much for having me. Um, do you want? Is there any? Do you want people to contact you on social media? I know you're not like the biggest public person no but. i want i want no one to contact gotcha. me it's a uh, frank at no one.com cares perfect leave me alone well but if you have memorabilia and you want to send it to jeremy for me to check out i'll check it out for you if jeremy gives his address out yeah and we'll tell you if it's fake or not and then well, we'll give you a price on the real stuff absolutely and if you need to get in contact with me obviously you reach out for all the social media on the podcast you can go to what do you like podcast on instagram wdyl podcast on twitter um, or you can go to our website, whatdoyoulikepodcast.com. I very much appreciate your time. Very much appreciate you sharing all your vast knowledge on collectibles. I'm sure everyone here is going to go out and start buying <laughs> Mickey Mantle baseballs. Um, at least get them. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, maybe I could tell. I could kind of tell what's a forgery now. So okay. Perfect. If you want to, I'll help you out. Perfect. But yeah, um, thank you very much. Absolutely. And everyone, I want to say thank you very much for listening and we'll see you next time.